Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. We've given it a few hours to let the dust settle on our final home game of the season, which was an absolutely brutal spectacle, ruined by a lacklustre Liverpool display, a scandalous refereeing performance and an Aston Villa side who only wanted to completely spoil the game and did a great job of it. Bobby got a goal on his farewell, but overall it was a massively frustrating day and any hopes of a top four finish pretty much gone up in smoke. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk and I'm joined for this one by Julian Richards and Paul Natton. So boys, I don't know about you two, but I really don't feel like doing this tonight. Uh, it, the, the, the jam's being sucked out my donut completely. Um, that was one of the most miserable days at Anfield in a long time. I mean, I don't know, is it just me or do you feel the same way? Start with you, Paul. <sighs> Oh, it was pretty fucking grim, wasn't it? Like, I bumped into you and your dad on the way back down, which doesn't normally happen, does it? No. And uh, I think all three of us were pretty flat. Um, it was horrible, like, it was really horrible. I mean, I, I thought Newcastle early in the season were bad for all the time wasting, but these, and cynical, and doing it from right from the start, but these took it to another level. Um, it was just grim. There was It was so bitty and stop-start. Really, really lacking in quality. Um yeah, it was hard work. And then, of course, you know, it, it's also tied up in the whole Bobby going and uh, Milner going uh, thing. And that just, you know, I, I just, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk in more depth about it, but definitely my, my later, but my mood was affected leaving the ground by just the state Bobby was in. Um, honest to God, I really, you know, you know, before the whole, the, the, um, I, I got out before that point. I seen Milner, yeah. and then I was like, no, I, I can't stay for so, this. I'm going. Uh, well, I, I gave, I gave Milner a clap. So did um, I. On he way out. down, and then, and then Bobby came down, and obviously everyone's singing the song, and I, I saw Bobby getting emotional. I started to choke up. I thought, fuck it now. This is mad. I don't know about, you know, the older, you and me go on about um, losing our memory, the older we get, I get more and more sentimental as well. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, mm. it's, honestly, I just, honestly, I really started to choke up singing the song. I had to stop singing. I thought, this is crazy. But uh, it was seeing him, I think, as well. I mean, he was genuinely choked himself. And then obviously afterwards, I've seen some of the the footage on Twitter of the um, the Guard of Honor, and he was, he was proper boo-hooing, like... Um, so yeah, it was it was shit, wasn't it? It was really shit, and and, sh- and what a rip off as well. Fucking love going the game, and when the when the sun's out like that, yeah, everyone's got the shorts on. Like it feels like the summer, and it feels like you know it. It just feels right going the match when the weather's like that, and going to Anfield, and um, we got ripped off. It was a load of shite. Yeah, crap. Jules, mm. did you? How long did you stay afterwards? Um, I stayed until they started the the lap. Um, because they did the Guard of Honor, um, and I thought, all right, there they can see like the players, like I think Milner and, and Bobby's family, and maybe I couldn't see maybe Ox's partner or Kate's. I couldn't, I couldn't see, but I thought, oh, they're on the sideline. That makes sense. And they started doing the lap, and then all of a sudden, just about twenty kids came out yeah. kicking footballs all over, and I thought, no, it's not for me. This does my head in. Um, so Milner came down to the cop. And because uh, he's such a top fella, climbed over the advertising boards, went to the front row of the cop, signed a few shirts, took a, had a few photos taken with a few people down the front of the cop, and I thought that's enough for me. Um, and then that's I, that's when I got off. Um, I also I don't like I've I've um, had conversations with with people in the past 
and they, they've said they've got like you know a little bit choked up when players leave and I've and I've, it doesn't I always start to see players leave but ultimately they're millionaires and they'll be fine they'll be absolutely fine so I don't really feel that that emotional but I've got to be honest with Milner and and Bobby today I did get a little bit teary and I th- and I was like what the fuck's wrong with you you dickhead why are you kidding yeah it's mad isn't it? it's really and strange I, I, I don't know why and I came home and I said that like I said, oh, yeah, I got a bit teary. And, and she was like, oh, well, I, you know, I can explain that. When I can't explain. I don't want to explain. I don't really know why I got choked. Because I, I don't, ultimately, I left the ground. I didn't really care. But just in that moment, it just felt a bit like, oh, yeah, it's a bit sad they're going. Um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure Mason Mount's going to fill the hole in my heart. <laughs> no, do you know, I was but, thinking that in the car on the way back. I was thinking, thinking about the players that were going. And, you know, some of the iconic numbers that are going to be freed up, seven, eight, and nine. And I thought exactly that. I mean, I don't mind the idea of signing Mason Mount. I think it'll be fine. But fucking hell, I was just thinking, I don't want somebody shy getting one of those shirts. I reckon you know Gakpo I mean? will move to number nine. Oh, maybe, yeah. Or Jota. Yeah. One of those two will probably yeah. move. Unless they're really wedded <laughs> no, to No, it can't the, be Jota. We'd have to change the song. Change the song, yeah. <laughs> can't have that. Um, Unless they're really wedded to the number that they 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 have, then I don't think they'll you know I I think that one of them will be number it's, nine. It's tricky as well though because they've just brought out the new kit, so there'll be people with Gakpo eighteen on it, and you well, know that's, so that's, that's why they shouldn't them. be doing that. Then I know, but to be fair, it is. Fair, but you tell that to kids, I mean, it's not well, that straightforward, is it? To be fair, the club usually will exchange them if that happens. Yeah, and I think. Um, the online retail kit bag has like a transfer thing where if the number changes within a certain amount of time, uh, or the player, you know, you can have it changed. On the on the game itself, um, I uh, I was very frustrated, and it's the sort of like screaming into the void. There's nothing there. There's no point because it isn't going to change how it is on the pitch. Like the way Villa were were playing or play acting wasn't really going to be changed but I did sort of think is this entertainment is this mm. as football now becomes such a, a such an expensive million pound multi-billion pound sport that the result is now everything like I know that's that's always been like you know that winning is, is the only thing that counts but now it's like there is no need to entertain the 55,000 people or you know if you're in Villa Park wow. 40,000 people that are there because let's let's give you as minimal it's like watching a film and then someone's in a cinema and someone's switching the lights on every couple of minutes and you're like oh fuck it well, the lights are that, on that's why I think it can't go on because I think because ultimately it does absolutely kill the whole spectacle and and you know, the one thing that, that the Premier League has always been good at is, is selling the spectacle and maintaining mm. the spectacle. And if you think about all the rule changes that have come come in, into being over the last 30 years or more, they've all about about making the game more exciting and more attacking and more, you know, televisual, I suppose. I mean, for me, I mean, I, I'd be gutted if, if our team played like that. I'd be absolutely gutted. Like, it'd just be no, disgusting. No, we don't, do we? We've got, like, but, the lowest uh, no, amount no, of minutes don't. for it, we don't we? Don't. We don't, but uh, but don't if we did, that. I'd be I'd be we absolutely gutted. No. But I have to I have to say that if other teams choose to play that way, that's on them. But the referees have got to do something about it. What? Why? No one seems to be able to answer me this question. What happened to players having to leave the pitch to be treated? 
Their players are all holding their backs today. They weren't holding their heads. Yeah, I know. And they're staying on the pitch. What, what, what the, the fucking... The lad who went off injured, Paul, he was off. He was off the pitch and they dragged him back on for the corner. He him back on, And he yeah. was genuinely injured, you could tell. He, like, he pulled his hamstring. They pulled him back on the pitch while he was injured, cleared the corner, and then he went down and they stopped the game instead of just leaving him where he was. 76 minutes Martinez was booked on. I think that was... He was at least into double figures of goal kicks where, he, where he'd done the same thing. He'd wasted time like that. The referee finally decides to book him. And then he just carries on doing it again and the referee doesn't do anything about it. There was no who point was it, booking was it, him, was there? Was it, was it Luca Dean who, who, when he went off? The referee told him to go off behind the goal. Yeah. And he didn't. He took ages. So the ref booked him. And then he just carried on after he'd been booked. He's came back, spoke to the ref, got the booking, and then he carried on going the long way that he'd just been told not to go. He got mm. booked for going that way. He carried on doing the same thing. The injured lad oh, so- got carried off, Paul, when the two the two trainers were carrying him off. The ref went over and he pointed and he went, look, take the shortest route off the pitch. And yeah. they just carried on walking like, yeah. towards where yeah. the subs were. They just ignored you him. see, the thing that does me in the most about this is it sounds absolutely fucking pathetic coming on the pod here and moaning and saying yeah. these players should be sent off for time wasting. Because we were shit. But Let's get that out of the way now. We, we were, were shit. shit, yeah. But it's properly ruining the game. It, yeah. This has happened loads. I, Anfield this season. The other thing that I think is I, is a little bit in my mind about it all is I think we're getting a reputation now with other teams uh, as a you know as a fan base. This is a way to unsettle them. This is a way to wind them up and also to wind up the team. It breaks it breaks the players' flow and the crowd get the crowd get um, get chippy and narky and the supporters and they're the way it normally is and it is a way to get a result at Anfield or at least to unsettle Liverpool at Anfield mm. and I definitely think that's got around because we've just we've seen it more than we haven't this season haven't we I reckon at least half the games have had not on this level maybe but they've had you know from early on in the game big time wasting going on but you see my view on this is I think this has always happened to a certain not degree. to this extent no no but to, 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 this to extent, a certain Dave. degree it's always happened like uh, you know a lesser team's going to come to Anfield wanting to try and like hang in the game and that and they're going to do like these little things I don't mind that you accept it It's uh, that is something that you just go you know what it makes sense you do that and you accept that as being part of the game it's clever what's happening now though it's being taken to such an extreme Newcastle earlier in the season I think when you're saying this was taking it to another level it wasn't Paul I think you've just forgotten how bad the Newcastle one was because it was fucking horrendous I mean I remember both Pope on started in about the first they're minute on a, they're on a par the, the two of them are, are on a par now it just, it, there's so much to get through here on this like the, the point you made about the entertainment Premier League's always marketing themselves as like most entertaining league in the world and all that ticket prices are through the fucking roof I resent the fact that I, I my ticket's like what 50 quid whatever it is and I had to fucking sit through that. Like one team just completely destroying the game as any kind of spectacle. Not even trying to... to the second half, they didn't even try to play football. They were just kicking the ball away and then going down yeah. injured. The first yeah. half, they played well. I actually thought in the first half, like we're in trouble here because Villa looked really slick. They're passing it around, they're building it from the back and we couldn't get near them, our press. We weren't winning the ball back with the press. They looked dangerous when they went forward. and Fast as well. They did not need to do what they did. Like they didn't need to play the way they played. They had that game under control. They were like they looked the better side in the first half, but they did not need with all the shit housing. There was no need for it at all, and it it just I, I'm resentful of the fact that like teams are allowed to do that. Now one, it's on them. It's on the manager. It's on them players. Fuck all of them twats. Horrible twats. The lot of them. So it's on them. 
but the referees have got to do something. Now, it they is are. difficult because like, you, you don't always know if someone's injured or not, but there are times when it's blatantly obvious what's happening. And the only thing I'll say in mitigation is that there was 10 minutes added on at the end, which is unusual. So at least the, the, there was they were aware of it. I don't think 10 minutes was enough, by the way. It's but, not a deterrent, though, is it, no, the 10 minutes? It's it's not, but I think probably 10 maybe is to, to, to some degree because that is like way more than you'd expect. But... It, something's got to be done about it because games are getting ruined. Newcastle have been ruining games all season and, and I haven't watched enough of Villa to know, but if that's what Villa are doing, Jesus Christ, that was so, so bad today. I mean, and none of this is excusing our performance because we were flat. We were like really not good enough. That we'll, we'll get onto that. There's lots of things we can talk about about our performance. But the, I, I, I left at the end of the game and I always stay for like the, the lap of honour and all that. I always stay for it. I couldn't. My head had gone. I had to get out. My head was just battered. I had to know, get Dave, out that ground. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt. I didn't see the winner against Newcastle that Carvalho scored yeah. because I'd had enough of Newcastle shit out in. Mm-hmm. And I, after, uh, with about two minutes before the end, I was, I was just like, I can't take this anymore. I've had enough. I'm going. And I got down to the bottom of the cop and got stepped outside and we scored. And I didn't even go, oh, for fuck's sake. I thought, yeah, fair enough. I'd rather win it and not see it than not win it because that was just, I, I just couldn't take it. It's, so it's I, I know you felt. It's hard, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, really, it's in really range. Hard. You can't do anything it about is. it. That's yeah. exactly what it is. You can yeah. shout and scream at the ref all you want, but it's not going to do anything. I mean, you know, and there's something else that needs to be talked about as well. Like, we can go through like the the major decisions that all went against us and all that. I'm sure we'll we'll go through them as we go. But the overriding point here is Klopp screams in that that official's face the other week. Two weeks later, he's given a game at Anfield, and we get absolutely fuck all. And every like contentious decision all goes in one direction. It's not a coincidence. Just like it's not a coincidence what happened last week when Anthony Taylor's there proving his point. Listen, you get cocky with us. Don't forget, we're the ones in charge here. You know, get back in your box, Jürgen. And what happened today, a lot of that is on on what Klopp did needlessly uh, in that game against Tottenham because if he's not doing that in the fourth official's face, I don't think he screws us over as badly as he did today. And... I'm not even surprised by it because it is human nature. If someone was doing that to me, I'd be thinking, all right, okay, all right, we'll see. I'll have my moment. And he had his moment today. John Brooks had his moment today and he made his point. He fucking shit all over us. And it's like, next time you might not celebrate in my face then, eh? Because it was it's just blatantly obvious what's going on. And there's nothing you can do about it because of all these decisions, it's not like these are decisions that are like 100% that's totally wrong. It's all subjective and you can make a case either way, but when you've got so many of them and they all go in the one direction, that tells you all you need to know. Well, I, t- I totally agree with that, Dave, apart from the one thing about the the offside. Why the fuck? Right, the could, it's subjective, the though. No, 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 hang on, the offside. So... I thought the whole point of offside on VAR... Yeah. No, well, that was what he was saying on the on the Monday night football the other day. No, it's about the, it's a it's black or white factual. No, but that isn't in that that case. That was a no, subjective the, one. It, it's the who touched the. It, it was it was that it wasn't that they were putting lines on the screen. It was that who had the defender touch the ball before it went to Virgil. And was it a deliberate play or was it like yes? Did it bounce that, off because me? but the problem was is that it, it isn't explained to anybody in the ground. You just have checking off sides. So you think the lines are coming out and all that jazz, and then he goes to look at the screen and everyone's like, "What the fuck? You don't go and check the screen for offside. What's what's happening here?" 
because you, that's not the case. You, the lines go up, and they, they never ever, as you say, it's factual. They don't need to check the screen. So why are you checking the screen for offside? The answer was because the defend had the defender touched it. Where was Virgil? And then they were saying to him, "Have a look at this. It looks like he's touched. He hasn't. Oh, he has touched. It. I can't remember which way around he it did, was. He touched it. It was. Did he yeah. make a deliberate play at the ball? No, he. I don't think he had made deliberate play. And then it was like, so Virgil's offside, and he was offside, and it was, and it, the goal was disallowed. But the problem is, you don't get told any of that in the ground. You don't but get even, told. But even even that though, it's it's subjective as to whether he made a deliberate play at it or not. <clears throat> And, yeah. the, and the referee said that to Klopp because Klopp asked yeah. him afterwards and he said it was a subjective call and I decided it was no goal. And like, well, yeah, yeah of course you did. Because as soon as it's a subjective matter, you're going to go the way you want to go. That's It's like, it, and, and this is, it amazes me how people like dispute this and say, oh no, it's not. Of course it is. The fucking humans. If that was me in that situation, even if it was like two teams who I've not got any beef with, I'm looking at it, and I've still got to decide which way. If, if as long as it's not like a black or a white decision, and it's like, okay, what do you think? I've still got to decide which way I'm going to come down on it. And there will be things that will make you lean one way or another. And it's blatantly obvious. He's just shafted us today, and it's because of what happened two weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it, <clears throat> only in so much as if it's a subjective decision. It can't still be blatant because he get himself in bother. It's like you see, you're asking. It's it's random that marginal calls suddenly appear that he can, he can do that. I don't. I, I thought he was pretty poor today. Um, he, the, the, <clears throat> the, again, much with Villa. Villa, you know, it's not up to Villa, I suppose, to play to keep the game flowing, but it is up to the referee. And I, I since the, the the Tottenham incident, I do think that there is a. A certain amount of one of our players gets touched and nothing gets given, and then one of the opposition players will do the same, and a foul is given. Now, I know that's like you're obviously we're all biased because we're supporting the one team, and we think and we think, well, that's a foul. But there definitely seems to be an element of like, forget about Salah, like just anybody can touch. Like there was an instant down by the corner flag. And the def- no, what was that defend defender fell over and we got given it got given as a free kick he he slipped, and then the referee went no that's a free kick it's not a free kick he just slipped, so <clears throat> there is definitely something going on and I I that I wouldn't be surprised if it's like you're gonna you're gonna be like down the line with Liverpool you're not gonna give anything any leeway with them because of of the manager's behaviour, um that that is entirely possible I don't think it's like a vendetta. I don't. I don't think you're suggesting it's a vendetta more that it's just. No, it's human they... nature, and I, <clears throat> I knew this would happen. And Klopp's brought this on himself because yeah, he that has. was an absolutely stupid thing to do. The fourth ridiculous. official had nothing to do with any of this. Well, the fourth the official saved him from having a red card. Yeah, but the decisions that were going against us were nothing to do with the fourth official. And yeah, it, but the but guy like... was magnanimous enough to not say to 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 Tierney was it like? Yeah. Yeah, he can he can go. He's doing me head in. I know. So not only not only have you looked an arsehole by celebrating his face, the guy's then being the bigger man and going, you don't need to send him off because in three weeks I'll get him or four weeks mm. I'll get him against Villa. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it's, it, it's just biding the time. It's like, okay, I'll get me moment. And, you know, Klopp is old enough and experienced enough to know you cannot win these kinds of wars it's absolutely stupid to wage these wars because you can't win them and we're suffering now because of what happened there he shouldn't have done it it was stupid and I don't think he, he backed down enough either afterwards 
You know, no, he didn't. Because he, 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 he wasn't was actually, enough. No, and he was. I'll think about it if I need to say sorry. In and all fairness, that shit. like he he wasn't being a dick with the journalist who asked him, which is unusual because he is usually a dick with with journalists when he doesn't like the question. But like I think it was Andy Hunter said to him, "Have you apologised to the fourth official?" And Klopp like looked genuinely bemused, and he was like, "What do you think I should do?" And Andy Hunter's obviously thinking, "Oh, is he is he having a go at me?" And he's like, "No, seriously, a genuine question. I, I want to know did, did what I did was what I did." Like bad enough that I should be apologising, and he wasn't saying I shouldn't apologise. He was asking the question because he clearly didn't think it was that bad. Now I think it was. I think like you know you've you've got to immediately apologise for doing that. Say so look, to heat of the moment, it was stupid. Shouldn't have done it. You know, um, there's absolutely nothing like it, personal intended by that. But he didn't. And the stuff with Tierney's different. I understand his beef with Tierney. But when he's celebrating in that fourth official's face like that, knowing that the guy is going to be refereeing us somewhere down the line, why the fuck would you do that? Why would you give them the opportunity to screw you over? Because they're going to take it. Of course they're going to take it. Every single one of us would take it. And if it was Guardiola who'd done what Klopp did, we'd be saying, that fucking referee, get your own back, ref. Don't have that. Don't let him do that to you. You'll, you'll get your chance, get your payback. Well, that's what's happened. And, you know, we, we have brought that on ourselves. And uh, there's a part of me that says they've got to be above that. You know, match officials have got to be above all of that shit. But they're not. They're fucking people. You know, they, they, they are going to be influenced by stuff like that. And he got his chance today where every, like, contentious decision where it comes down to what do you think, ref, he's come down on, on like, on the side of Villa. Now... Again, you can make an argument either way on all of these decisions. It's not like they're 100% cast iron. You've got that wrong. But I always go back to this. Like, I remember Mark Clattenberg done a, po- a podcast and he spoke about this. I think it was with Cara, was it? Do you listen it to was. that one, Paul? And yeah, I remember, yeah, like, was, the, he did a podcast. I think it was Cara's. And he was, was talking yeah. about that. And he said, like, he got banned from Goodison. He, he didn't get back to go, go back to Goodison for about four or five years after a derby game. And he said, the problem was... He said all of these decisions that are made, they could have gone either way. And it was only after the game, I was like, hang on, there was like five big decisions or something. And he went, every one of them, I went with Liverpool. That's why, like, you know, the Evertonians were, like, furious about it. And then he was talking about, like, um, I think it was Atletico and, and Real in the Champions League final or something. And he was saying, like, what a great game he had. And it was because... He just went down the middle, like with, with all like the 50-50 decisions. He made sure they were an even spread, and it, it's kind of like you know, um, like the way magicians can't really reveal like the trade secrets and that. It's all like you know, it's part of the magic circle, and like it's this code that you go by. You don't talk about any of that. Refs have always been like that, and Clattenberg kind of like pulled back the curtain when he was saying, "No, this is what you do." Is like you make sure when when you've got like a lot of like decisions that come down to just your judgment, you try to come down like down the middle, so so neither team feels like they're aggrieved. And that blatantly today, he's gone the other way because he's not wanted to give us anything. I th- I, th- I think we should yeah just <clears throat> that's enough on the ref. I think. Should we talk about... Um, yeah, do you want to talk about the other decisions? Or? Yeah, I think we should go through the decisions. So the f- yeah. first would be... Would the first one be... Oh, so their penalty. Penalty. It was clearly a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, I, penalty. I was embarrassing. People Twat. around me were going on about it's not a penalty. It was obviously a penalty. Very Mo stupid. lost it. Mo-, Mo lost it. It was fucking ridiculous the way Mo lost the ball in, in midfield. And um, the bo- and Canati was closing him down. 
and uh, he just knocked the ball around Canati just as Canati's tackle came in. Canati went straight into his ankle, and to be honest, that was the one where the player stayed down a bit afterwards. And I thought, yeah, I bet that hurt because he took him, he, he hit him right on the ankle of the standing foot. It looked painful, um, but it was definitely a penalty. Didn't Absolutely nailed much, on the penalty. He got off to take the pen, didn't he? Yeah, but he was down for a bit. Yeah. He was down for a bit. Like it was a knock. It was a knock rather than a. I'm not saying it was like a twisted ankle or anything, but it was like a, a painful one. You know, where he'd just, just been kicked on the ankle. Um, yeah, so I think uh, well, def- it was definitely a penalty. Absolutely, hundred percent nailed on. No doubt at all. So then there was Hendo had a penalty shout. Which... Yeah, I couldn't see it properly. It didn't didn't look it to me. I thought Hendo made a meal of it, but I've heard other people say that uh, it it probably was. My my take on it was he just he chopped back inside, hadn't he? He wasn't going to get the ball, but that's irrelevant in that that situation. And it looked like his stand and foot got kicked, but. I mean, I'm far away from it, so I can't say. I've not seen any replays. It looked like one of those where you're like, oh, it's, it's needless, it's soft. He's not he's not going to even get the ball. You shouldn't be making that tackle. But if he was kicked, it's a penalty. But as I say, I've not seen replays of it, so um, not sure on that. Then we had the, the Diaz, like the challenge on Diaz. What was that? Remind me what that was. When Tyrone Mings just fucking wiped him out and like raked his studs down his chest. No, it was Gakpo. No, that was Gakpo. Sorry, yeah, Gakpo. Uh, yeah, Gakpo. Sorry, yeah. I had to have a new shirt for that. Yeah, yeah. ripped the shirt, and he had and he had three stud on marks chest, on his yeah. chest. Yeah, yeah. I have Yellow to say, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was a red. I mean, oh, I've I seen, I've seen the state of Gakpo's chest. It's horrible, like, but I didn't think it was a red. But I suppose it maybe has to be. Maybe it is dangerous play because if he's done that to his chest, how can you interpret it any other way? I suppose. But in, in the moment, I thought it wasn't that high. Um, I thought he was. But, I thought he was fast and out of control. There was no need to make that challenge in that and he's position. Last man. Yeah, I thought it was a red. But, um, it said VAR checking red, and I thought, yeah, that's not going to be a red then. You didn't even make him go and look at the screen. No, no, we don't. Don't want to make him walk over there too many times. But then, if he'd have pulled he's... a red card out then if he'd, have, if he'd have pulled out a red card VAR wouldn't have overturned it that would have been yep yeah, that's a red card you, you know no problem there so again it comes down to John Brooks's decision he chose to not send him off and VAR isn't going to overturn that so again I still think that just comes down to like him with a subjective decision going against us and I thought I it was a red card. I thought it, I just in the moment I have you know I've seen a re, I've seen a replay of it, but in the, in the moment I just thought he looked like he he wasn't in full control. There was no need to make that challenge at that point of the pitch. Uh, and then obviously I I thought Gakpo had his shirt changed because there was blood on it, which I thought that must be a lot of blood for it to be showing up on a on a home shirt. But obviously mm. it was he taunted the shirt. I don't know what else you can really say like. Um, do he have, does he have to catch him in the head to get sent off? Like, is is that is that is that? Well, the I suppose I had the Jota one in my mind from the other day, and I and I I thought, I mean, I I, I thought I think Jota knew exactly what he was doing. There's no the force in it though. This was full force. No, but it was in it was in the head though, wasn't it? He put his head Jota's. down. I'm not saying it wasn't a red card, but. There's, there's, I mean, no, I, there's no real force, and that was a lot of force yeah. in, in the, the Mings challenge. Well, most people said that that Jota one was a red card, mm. so this one would have been a red card if if, you, if most of the pundits were giving it that. Yeah. In the moments, I I thought it was I thought probably a yellow, but I mean, yeah, you two obviously disagree. I need to look at it again. What's your match of the day? <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. Good luck with that. I'm not sitting through that game again. <laughs> uh, I've I've come home from that and like actually that's a good point. It's it's a few hours after now. Like we're recording this, it's like it's just coming up to ten o'clock, 
Uh, I come home and I've tried to just not think about it at all because it just put me in such a bad mood. It was like, it's one of the worst of the season in terms of how it affected me mood it, because it was just such a, a frustrating, horrible, like, just a, a, a disgusting game to watch. I just took nothing out of it. It, it. There was no enjoyment. Even Bobby scoring, it was like, I made up for Bobby that he scored, but I feel like, you know, <clears throat> It didn't. It didn't like make up for everything else that we had to sit through in that game. It was so frustrating. And yeah, like, it was grim. Like just, it was. A, just the helplessness of watching it, seeing what was going on, and knowing absolutely nothing was going to be done about it. Um, and I was just going to keep going back to this because like it was just so blatant and bad. But like the goalkeeper should have been booked Not in the surprised. first half. If you book him in the first half, you do it in the first half. That totally changes it, and I've said this loads but of times. Yeah, it never so happens. Times it's always around that. eighty minutes. Yeah. It's always yeah. like coming up to eighty minutes when they do it. But there was uh, there was an incident in the first half when they'd already been taking the piss for ages, and there was one they were taking a goal kick and they delayed and they delayed, and then Tyrone Minks picked up the ball and threw it up in the air to the goalkeeper for the goalkeeper to put down, and then they all ran off the pitch and he kicked it long. The second that happened, the referee should have just been over with the yellow card because he knows what they're doing. It's like you know, fucking. These are referees. They, they, you know, they, they've taken charge of so many games. They know what time wasting is, and yet they're just letting it run rampant and they're doing nothing about it. If, if he books them in the first half for that, it totally changes how Villa have to have to approach things. Then now it's difficult dealing with the play acting and, and like players constantly going down. You don't know if they're injured or not, especially when they're holding their heads. But get them off the but, pitch. But the time wasting, like as soon as when the goalkeeper does that, you can't stop that. It's easy to stop it. And, you know, what really rubs salt in the wounds is fucking last week, Alisson got booked for, for, like, the first time he's probably ever taken more than 10 seconds with the ball in his hand. First time he does it and he gets booked for it. And, and like, it's been happening to us all season and well, nothing gets done. Do you remember done. Mignolet got booked for holding the ball for, like, six, seven well, seconds? It, no, but... there was a free kick. They gave an indirect free kick for it, remember? He's, like, the, well, only, yeah. the only goalkeeper he, who's ever, ever get been... done by the six-second yeah. rule, yeah. Yeah. He, he was the only goalkeeper that ever got done for that rule. Like they he wasn't time to either. It. it was mad. It was absolutely. Yeah. He wasn't time wasting. He was just I, a bit dozy. He didn't know where to, where I, to get rid of the ball. I, I do agree with you that it can be stamped out by booking them in the first half. And again, it's not even about. This isn't like a, the ref is, you know, calling things slightly to Villa or whatever. They're taking the piss out of you, mate. They're taking the piss out of the ref by yeah. doing that. They, they don't. The as you said earlier, the player being carried off and the, the two physios ignoring the ref. No respect. They, yeah, they are directly challenging your authority mm. and your and your position by, uh, by doing that. And I, I always, I, I imagine the referees have a reason why they don't do it. But you know when like they call a player over and the player doesn't come over. I'd just be if I was the ref, I'd be like, you got you got five seconds to come here, or you're getting booked, and if and that's not for the foul you've just done that I want to talk to you about, and it's five, one, two, three, four, five booked. Now you're getting sent off for the foul that you wouldn't yeah. come over and talk about, and all it takes, right? And I know there'd yeah, be some uproar from right fans. I know there would be some uproar from fans, and I know there'd be the, the talk sport. Dave's favourite station would be like dining out in it for weeks about oh, power crazed officials and all that kind of stuff. 
But you it have a month for Jules. that. Yeah, yeah, it would. It but they, they've tried this kind of stuff before when they were, you know, you'd move the free kick forward 10 yards for any descent or stuff. It lasted about three months and they went, oh, they no, always bought it, don't they? they always back down. I don't I'd know. forgotten yeah. about that. I'd completely yeah. forgotten about well, what it. What happened to the six seconds? That, well, that's gone. I think I, it's still, I it's still it. an actual thing. Keep, it's just never going to be Yeah. <laughs> why, don't they, why don't they make the injured players go off the pitch anymore? I just don't understand. It doesn't happen. They're all such cheats that you can't tell who's injured anymore like Villa today had a player off the pitch in the second half after a, after a clash with, with Virgil and Virgil goes over to say like hey you know do you want to hand up and the player's just like oh, I'm too busy play acting and Virgil's visibly like oh just fuck off then and walks away and then the, then, oh, then two yeah, Villa players go off though. yeah but hang on but then two Villa players go off the pitch to see him, and then the referee said, "Well, I want to carry on. He's off the pitch." Like, no, no, we're off the pitch. Looking at, look, talking yeah, to him. Yeah, he should have carried on. Yeah, and it's just done. like you're they, then they brought him back on the pitch, and he hobbled on. They cleared the corner, and then, got, and then he went down, and they stopped the game. Out. Out. Yeah. That, oh boys, just, let's get off this absolute misery-inducing shite. Let's talk about something I'm else. Just so yeah, let's talk about the performance. Terrible. That'll cheer us oh, up. That'll work. <laughs> Cathartic for days uh, though, getting it all out uh, because there's no point yelling it at the ground. Uh, the, the, <clears throat> the 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 problem is is as Dave says, you spend your money, you don't expect to be like you know Liverpool didn't play well today, so all right, we don't go, you know, we're we're not consumers in in the in the sense that that was a bad performance by Liverpool, so you go, well, I want money back, did that was shit. But there is an element of it's not cheap to go and watch football, and there are now more and more teams actively stopping the f- actual game being played. I don't come to watch Emmy Martinez fall on the floor, hug the ball, and like whisper sweet nothings to it for about four or five seconds before then deciding to get up and then have another six or seven seconds before after thinking a yellow about, card. <laughs> after a yellow card, bef- about distributing the ball. That isn't what I, I've come to watch the game of football. If Villa, if, if, you know, as Dave said, Villa played right in the first half. If they'd have beaten us, I'd still have been livid because I can't stand Villa. But fair enough, you've beaten us. But this 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 whole there's no game. There is just constant restarts. I don't want to go to the 60 minute hard clock that stops when the ball goes out of play. I'm not interested in that. I but the more you see stuff like this, I, you know, I I wouldn't be persuaded by the argument, but I can see why people are persuaded by the argument. I for me the phrase time wasting is a misnomer. It's a complete misnomer. It's not about wasting time. It's about breaking the flow of the better team. It's about stopping them building a rhythm. So they're mm. not. They know the time's being added on, and they're still doing it this season. It doesn't all get added on. Is, now. It's, it's no, it doesn't. Right. It's there was fifteen minutes added to today's game. Five in the first half, ten in the second, and he went. He went beyond ten minutes in the second half. I think he probably played about eleven minutes. Um, so there is time being added on. So, but it's, they're not really trying to make the game um, play less, have, have the ball in play less. Although that is a side effect of it. It's more about stopping the stopping the better team, i.e., us. Um, develop any sort of rhythm, and it works. It works against us. Nearly every game when teams do that, we don't we don't handle it well at all. No, it's hard to handle it well, though, because like yeah, the, the know, ball's not in play, and that's why I come back to the original point that the referees have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah like you, 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 it's all about momentum. 
You know, you want to get like yeah. a little Rhythm. foothold in the game. You create a chance. The crowd gets Rhythm, going. Yeah, and you, you you build up a head of steam. You can't do it when like they're just constantly cheating like that because that's what it is. It's cheating. Cheating. It's yeah. all this. Oh, it's clever. It's no, it's not. It's just cheating. You're not allowed to do that. It's against the, the laws of the game, and they're just taking it to extremes. And as I say. It's always happened, and generally you're okay with it. You understand it's going to happen to a certain degree. It's when it just goes like fucking mental like that today. You know, the Newcastle early in the season, Everton two years ago was like, that was something else, that one. Yeah, and then, was yeah, and then that today. It's like, I mean, when you watch Everton, and I, I do watch Everton a fair bit because I'm like completely obsessed with like the, the whole maybe will he, won't he go down. Um, <laughs> so I've watched a lot of them, and they're nowhere near this bad with the time wasting and you think well, they would be they'd have an excuse for it but they're not they're nowhere well, near as bad was, um, even Pickford's so, not as bad well he was so bad Alisson took the piss out of him didn't That's he right, yeah, that that he was, he was horrendous that night <laughs> but in, in games that like I've watched him since he's he's not that bad you know that Martinez I don't know if this is true but I read that that was his seventh yellow card for time wasting this season I mean, if that's I, true, there should be a, like a, a fucking suspension. You know, yeah, should, something's yeah. got to be done about it because it's the, the spectacle of of the game is being completely ruined by this shit. And I do think that at some at some point down the road there'll be meetings about it. Like, okay, how do we stamp this out? Do we start booking people in the first half or whatever? It's, it's not just the spectacle of the game that's being ruined. It's the spectacle of this podcast because yeah, we've been talking about it for fucking forty like, minutes. We're half an hour in and we're still talking about it. And I, I know I'm just going to keep getting fucking dragged back to it as well. <laughs> With all the other stuff, and I'm going to go. And then, what about when that fucking left back went down holding his head? <laughs> you can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review, and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. It's it's basically the Newcastle and Villa. Those both teams have that Castori or whatever Castor kit yeah. manufacturer. Clearly, Wolves it's that one. Oh, there you go, it's that wanker kit that they've got. They've got some dodgy, <laughs> shitty kit. It's making them be even dodgier and shitter at time wasting. I've got some of their golf gear. I've got like a nice hoodie and a gilet. Oh, does it cost you a lot of money? You don't pay no, for no, it, no, though, do you? No, you, just, <laughs> you get it on the freebie. It's free, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so our performance in the first half wasn't good. Yeah, it, it was really not good at all. Very flat. Lethargic, wasn't it? Yeah, flat. It was all like bunched up in the middle. We never, we just weren't threatening them. It was just too, Villa just look like, you know, the dad and there's the kid and you're just holding them by the head and they're just like trying to throw punches and you're just going, yeah, all right. It just looked like that. They just had us at arm's length. We never got near the goal, barely threatened them at all. Um, all through the middle. Just no width at all. I lots of tippy tappy passing. They blocked off oh, all the passing lanes. Oh, really tippy tappy, yeah. It, it, it Final looked like they just knew what they were doing. Emery obviously is a good coach and he knows what he's doing. And he had them set up in a way that nullified us completely. And like Trent was just not a factor today. And it's not even like they marked him. It's not like he was specifically man marked, like some teams have tried to do. He just, he just had a really bad game. I thought. 
Which, considering how good he's been, like since he's he's changed yeah. that role, this was this was by far as as uh, his worst game. I thought everyone right. had an, had an off day. Really, it was you know yeah. the tempo wasn't there. Like you said, it was tippy tappy. Final balls were crap. They're just not not accurate. No, not enough tempo or pace on the ball. You know, it really really bugs me when we don't move the ball quick enough. I've seen that a lot this season at Anfield. Um, you know, uh, taking taking too too many touches as well. You know, Mo a couple of times has taken like three touches. You know, and just it, no, not just. I, no, I thought he was well. absolutely wretched today. Other yeah, than the yeah, cross for the goal, game. he absolutely but, uh, but, stunk the place. So, to be honest, though, Dave, I thought most of them were. Yeah. I don't think no, there I agree, weren't many yeah. of them who were. There weren't many of them who were deserving of any praise at all. I thought the longer um, it went, the better Gakpo got because I, I would have subbed him like early in the second half. But I thought, yeah. He looked better he got, when Bobby came on. Yeah, it, when he dropped deeper, he was picking the yeah. ball up. He was strong. Yeah. He was turning, getting away from people. I think he was probably the the pick of the bunch today. But I think Diaz, Diaz stunk today as well. Diaz had a horrible. You game. know what? Diaz looks like the the classic case of player who comes back from a long term injury and for a couple of weeks he's flying. You're like, oh yeah, he's back, and then he just crashes. And then he because I wall. thought he, yeah. he absolutely stank against Leicester as well. Just nothing was happening for him. Um, but you know he's back. It's a good thing. Get him a, a full preseason, and I'm sure he'll be flying next year. But he's not. He's not looking particularly good at the moment. But at least he's playing, which is more than I can say for my boy. And we've got to talk about that. <laughs> what was it? You inflamed should... tendon. Inflamed tendon in his toe or this, something. Just need this, this. Is this? So this is definitely not the sound of you rowing back the. Uh... No, rowing back on the no, look, you're, not, you're not putting the bandwagon area. into reverse. No. I'm not. I'm not rowing back, but I'm not rowing forward either. I'm just holding my position at the moment. Come on, then, let's have it. But I'm. I'm not. I'm not impressed at all. And I'll go back to the point that I made last week. Is like, could you imagine Luis Suarez saying, "I, I can't play. I've got like an inflamed tendon in my toe." He'd kick off if somebody. If somebody if said to him, "You can't play with that toe." He'd go nuts. We've somehow managed to find like the only fucking soft Uruguayan in the world. Like no, that that's a good job by the scouting team. That well done, slow hand clap for them. <laughs> Honestly, I, he's still my boy, but I'm appalled. Doesn't sound it. I don't know. I was going to say I'm not angry. I'm disappointed, but not both. I'm angry and I'm disappointed Dave, for him to not be there like? today. Do you know what you sound like here? About chippy knobhead. <laughs> No, no. It's, <laughs> listen, most of the stuff that like that that Jules has come out with outside the chippy, that was worthy of like chippy knobhead status. But this is just, I think, who's going to disagree with me here? Uh, am I wrong here? No, Inflamed no, tendon no, no, in the no, toe, and it's and it's kept him out of two games. Well, to, to be honest with you, my position hasn't changed. Anyway, I think John said the same as well as we were walking up. I, I or, no, it was when we got to the ground, wasn't it? We stood outside. I just I, I'm where where I was. I just want to see him have a proper pre proper preseason. Um, and and see what Klopp can do with him. Klopp always improves players, and there is that thing in the back of my mind with him that he had a very slow start in uh, Portugal, and then the second season he really he really exploded there. So let's see. But it's it, it doesn't look great. Yeah, it doesn't look great. I agree. It doesn't look great at all. Fucking baby. <laughs> all right, Roy Keane, settle down. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd be interested to know what Roy Keane thought about that actually inflamed tendon in the toe. Sitting out two games. No, I think he's probably done for the season. He'll be, his season will be ended by a big tour. Yeah. Which is yeah. good because we, you know, I saw that video of Kater being handed the the photo frame, the picture frame, and then shaking his hand. Yeah. <laughs> like he either got a splinter or a paper cut or something, yeah. didn't he? 
Yeah, so at least he's leaving. There's another person now who was, can have like that, these niggling, the stupid injuries. Thing ever, that was, and then, it? and then I've got to mention this: the the Twitter thread that the oh, oh, yeah. I I really should name check the guy who did it, but the the uh, the 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 list of Naby Keita's worst uh, top five injuries, of which one of them was he got a stiff neck from sitting under the uh, air conditioning on, on plane, a plane. Yeah. I'll, I'll Tom Little it is. Tom Little. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tom Little. Tom it's Little. fair play. <laughs> I mean, that's outrageous, that stiff neck from air conditioning on a plane. I think the group chat was starting to ping just as we came on this, and Stu was trying to defend him on that one. Stu I think, defending like, his boy, he's, yeah. He's had a Western there. You can't defend that. I've got to be honest, I'm not sure... I'm not sure how Stu would ever have that problem because he's not tall enough for the air condition never to be a factor <laughs> coming from the top of the plane to the bottom. The, the other one made me laugh, though. Like the, the, the plane one was good, but the one injured himself on the pre-match walk. <laughs> <laughs> how can you do that? Do you reckon he did that thing where you go to step off, off something and, and the there's no step? Th- oh, yeah, uh, and your back jars and it's like yeah, it just goes fra- right through your whole body. See, perhaps he did that. Yeah, or maybe he's just a, he got injured in the pre-match walk. He got injured in the pre-match walk and missed eighteen games. <laughs> 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 My God, eighteen yeah. games, 57 million quid. Fucking. He hell. won't be missed. No, no, he won't be missed. Apart from my stupid will missing. Yeah, I'm hoping oh. that once Nabby's gone. We'll maybe get like a little bit more respect back for Stu. We won't just be rolling our eyes every time he posts something in the chat. It's, well, it depends on what he hates on, Mo. That'll, that'll be a problem. Yeah. I'm with him on that, though. You know, <laughs> goals, yeah. honestly, it's not. Some, I don't. I don't hate on Mo the way he hates on him. But the points that he makes, I just find myself going. You know what? Yeah, uh, he's you right. see, Paul. This is what I was on about earlier. Like Mo's just like underrated by sections of our fans. Yeah. And you know what? Take As I said, look at look at like everyone was like, oh, is it Sadio or Mo? Which I never subscribed to, but Sadio's had a fucking nightmare season at Bayern Munich. Nightmare season. I'm pretty certain. I'd be more certain that Mo would go there and have a better season than Sadio's just had. Yeah. And he set up the goal today, by the way, even though he he didn't have a great game. I said that earlier, apart from that. Did you see that nice bit of symmetry? Uh, Apparently, Bobby set up Mo's first goal in uh, for Liverpool and Mo set up Bobby's last goal for Liverpool. Nice touch, that. Uh, I yeah, well, that was a something. shot by Bobby, though, wasn't it? When he lobbed it and Mo ran in on the back post and yeah, tapped it. But in. let me tell you something else about Mo Salah. Do you know what Mo Salah doesn't have? Yeah, an inflamed top. Flame ten. Yeah, yeah. flame ten. <laughs> in top. I, I can't. Yeah. I cannot knock Mo's um, availability. Durability. And, yeah, you know he, he doesn't sit out games. You know, and I'm not knocking Mo other than the fact he's wasteful as fuck and frustrating at times. And it's only really an issue when we're playing like that today. Cause, 30 goals in a shit yeah, team in a shit team. But you're looking to, in games like that, you're looking to him, you're like, come on, Mo, you're going to have to do something because nobody well, else he did. is going to do it. He set up the equaliser. 30, 30 he did, goals, then, That was literally the only thing I, he did. To be honest, I'm being, I'm being slightly facetious. He, he wasn't good today. And he does sometimes have a tendency to like play really under-hit passes for no reason. And you sort of go... I, I'm not sure how you as a professional footballer have just done that, have, have underhit that pass so badly. It's like you're playing a video game and you haven't hit the power button hard enough and your fingers slip because your thumb's a bit greasy. You're like, oh, fuck, that was terrible. He does that. He, he has got a tendency to do that. 
Um, so I do I do take Steve's point that sometimes he can be very wasteful. I just think it's one of those things you have to take the rough with the smooth because the smooth is very smooth with Mo mm. Salah. Yeah, and a lot of it just comes down to if other people aren't delivering, we look to him more, but it's also down to others to do better. Like today, I just thought like nobody was doing anything. It was just awful. Just an awful flat performance. But I can live with that because we were still fighting. We we come back, we got a goal, we were pushing for the winner. You know, on another day, we, we sneak a 2-1 there. So it, it's well, not like they just rolled over. They kept going. But it was, it was just a miserable, miserable day. Because of all the fucking time wasting, I think we need to talk about like the time wasting <laughs> and the play actors. <laughs> I think if the gas pump What's that noise up? in the background? Has somebody got like I a got a fucking scale electrics on there, Jules. Yeah, no, it's not. The laptop's fine. needs cleaning. Uh, it's on the other side of the room. I'm trying to stand away from it because it's really <laughs> fucking loud. Um, the, it's, it's a scale electric, isn't it? I wish it was a scale electric. <laughs> No, that would just give me much frustration. I used to hate scale electrics. They could never keep the cunt thing on the track. It was off the track every time. Um, but if, if the Gakpo goal had accounted, I think we might have gone on to win it. Because at that point, Villa had just stopped playing. And there was enough mm. time on the clock. I think we might have been able to, to, to conjure up a winner. Um, so it wasn't like a question of spirit. It no. was just... I just, it, it just it, do you know what it was? It was the typical end of season fixture. Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we turned up to the typical end of season fixture. We we know we're not Exacer- getting fourth. Exacerbated by a team breaking our rhythm with time wasting. What did did Villa do any time wasting? Apparently, yeah. We should talk oh, about day. that. Yeah. Last day. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that episode of Red Dwarf, black, white hole. <laughs> so what is it? <laughs> I've never seen one before. No one has. But I'm guessing it's a white hole. A white hole. <laughs> We'll just be doing that all night. <laughs> I don't even know what else there is to say. Day goals. Let's leave the game and let's let's eulogise Bobby for a bit mm. and Milner for a bit. Like we can definitely do that, can't we? Yeah. Not not Abby and Ox because you know Kloppo's not going to be happy. Anytime he got asked about Bobby and Milner, he was just shoehorning Caitlin and Ox into it every single time. I mean, I, f- I feel some sympathy for Ox because I mean, because th- he has been badly injured and he, uh, he he did well when he first came. But to be honest, when we signed him, he'd been injury prone at Arsenal. Yeah, he had. You know, he'd had loads of injury issues there, so it was one of them when he came. And that's why I thought the forty million that we paid for him was loads. He had a season left on his contract, and I know he was young and English. But he had loads and loads of injuries. I thought it was excessive. Mm. Um, particularly when you look at, like, you know, Sadio going to Bayern for, for 30. You know, what's happened to him afterwards, notwithstanding. Um, so I, I've, I have got some sympathy for Ox. On absolutely zero. Go on, on sorry, Ox, Jules. Well, the, the only thing I was going to say about Ox, Oxlade-Chamberlain is I don't think we probably realise the, the toll that the injuries have taken on him. Because... He, you know, after the last big injury, he's come back and he played bit parts, but he's never really been able to nail down a place in the team. And I get sometimes that people probably have the sense that there was a lack of application. You know, he's always on TikTok with his missus and that kind of stuff. And like, I've never thought he... that. No, no, no. But people, you know, there has been on, you know, on the internet and outside chippies yeah. and that the nobbed's been talking <laughs> about it and, um, none of us and, by the way it's no, other chippy no, no, nobbeds no. it's not it's not us no i've always been as you know i've always like i've always quite liked ox but yeah, i wonder if the injuries just took more of a toll than we actually realized i'm sure you're right i'm sure you're right because and it must have been absolutely soul destroying for him to continually get those knocks 
I mean, I mean, so in a way, you could look at it. You could him and him and Katie. You could almost compare identically, really, and say, well, why are we not seeing them both in the same way? And you know, if you to read Twitter, the African Twitter thinks it's because we're all racist. Um, but it's for me, it's about when Ox comes back in. He's wholehearted. He's positive. He clearly wants to be involved. And I've never really seen that from Kater. Kater to me, always looks a little bit, you know, sort of half-assed, a little bit lethargic. And I know the data sometimes tells great stories about how he's played, but I, he, he's very rare he's ever passed uh, the eye test for me, Kater. Can't speak the language, had... can he? Red flag there. Is that, is that right? I thought he could. Can he not? No. Not really, no. Okay. Can't. Red flag. Yeah. yeah, unless you speak the language of football like Bobby and you don't have to speak, then, you know, it's a problem. Yeah. Not speaking the it's, language. Well, certainly after all this time. Five years. So I suppose <laughs> for mean... me, that's so that's that's one of the reasons why I look at them differently, really, because for me, when Ox comes in, Ox is always positive. Ox is always up for it. You know, he he, he he talks about wanting to make an impact and being gutted he's been injured. And then you see that in, ta- in terms of how he applies himself. And he's had little moments where he's had little purple patches when he's come back from injury, but they're always only that, aren't they? They don't last because he gets another knock and he's I just the same again. I just don't think he... I don't. I think it might be a case of like a touch of the Sturridge's where he's not fully trusting of his body anymore. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And whatever, and whatever injuries that he's had, like they've been fairly high impact um, in terms of you know the, the, the recovery time on that on him. I think it's probably just taken the it's taken the burst of energy of, of speed that he had that he was you know he would when he was playing in midfield and driving forward that he's just not able to do anymore because it's highly unusual that he's just com- he's just completely I mean I, I suppose as we come to the end of the season we know he's leaving it's not that unusual because I don't think Kate is injured either well he might be after picking up the photo frame but he, <laughs> yeah. he, he's not I don't think he's injured I just think case of not tendon plans. in the finger. If, <laughs> <laughs> just the one <laughs> but I, I do I do think there was probably like well you're not going to be staying there's no point in playing you so we're just going to say you're injured and that's going to be it but like Ox that's not even been that to say he just doesn't get on the bench half yeah. the time um, so I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised I, I, I said to Paul like um, and I think I said to you as well Dave like where would Ox where would Ox go after after here because I don't think yeah it's I hard think it's isn't like, it well, I think it's going you to be somewhere forest, like Forest. Yeah, yeah, I think Forest. Yeah, West Ham I think, possibly. Yeah, I think it's going to be Forest. It might even be down... Because I said, would it be Southampton back in the Championship? Because I just think that... I think he's probably never going to be able to... He's never going to be able to put in a sustained season. Anymore. I think the injuries have taken too much of a toll on him. I mean, I couldn't give a shit where Cater goes, to be honest. I hope he goes... Who was after him? Was it Chelsea? I hope he goes Tottenham. to Chelsea. Tottenham. I mean, oh, that'd be the most Tottenham signing ever, wouldn't it? Fucking hell. Yeah, it would. It would. It'll go with their new manager that no one's heard of. Yeah, sort of something. Slot. Christian Gross. I didn't even know that. Have they announced who's taken over? No, no, no but, but they've, 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 they've sort of ruled themselves out of any, like, like Nagelsmann and people yeah. like that. So you, you, they, they're going to be after this. They're going to be after managers that people have gone like, yeah, good, good record on the continent. And you think, yeah, but that's that's never works at Spurs. That's Christian Not Gross or Juan de Ramos. Mm. No, well, no, it doesn't. Where the ownership is like it is, like, you know, they, they've got this brand new stadium that's meant to be generating all this money, but a bit like Arsenal, they're still paying for it, so they've got no money to buy like to rebuild the team, and they've got no real clue about what they want to be doing. I don't know. We've got on to Spurs. Let's talk oh. James Milner. 
Let's talk James Milner, Jules. You'll enjoy that one. Go on, James Milner, go. Yeah, great servant for the club. What a man. Devastated he's going, to be honest. I swear yeah, to God, if he, go, if he goes to Brighton and they don't play him very often, I'm be fucking livid. I'm well, my, my theory, I think we shared it with you before the game, yeah. is um, did you see uh, on the, the inside training video this week, right at the end, he's doing a little, he's doing what, it's clearly a coaching session with Cavalio and Harvey on shooting. And Simakas is there just feeding the ball in for them. But he is basically coaching them. He's not doing anything active in the session at all. He's talking them through it. He's praised them. He's giving them feedback on what they're doing. And I wonder if... I think he needs now, after coming on today, I think he needs 36 more appearances to get the Premier League appearance record. And I think Klopp has said, there's no way I can guarantee you every, even coming on as a sub in every Premier League game. I reckon he's going away for a season. And I, th- I think they persuaded him to go away, get his record and come back. We'll see. I don't know, but it just seems to me very unusual. I know, I know, lots of players at his age when they're doing the badges, they get opportunities to coach within the club where they're playing. But they never do that with the first team. They do it with the kids, don't they? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that, that to me seemed really unusual. It, it quite. I, I take it you two haven't seen it. You should watch it and see what you think. But it definitely looks to me like he's running a little coaching session. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think they want him back. I think some of the things he said afterwards as well. And I saw it. I just caught his. Um, you know, his messages, I think it was an on-pitch interview or something, I saw a transcript of it before. And he's 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 saying that he, you know, he's leads through and through, but he didn't really think another club would get him the way he leads us, but that we have. And you think about it, he's won everything here, hasn't he? He's won the lot. Um, Got the most appearances for as a club as well. Yeah, yeah. He's played for us more than he in the club. Yeah, eight years, and that, he, he, I, think he, I think he went through that a, a year or so ago, didn't he? That was a while yeah. back. Um, yeah, he's just everything you want it to be. I mean, I go back to, do you know the big thing for me is, you know when he really sort of, in my estimations, went right through the roof? Do you know when Kloppo threw him in at left-back for that season? Yeah, he was brilliant. And, and, and he was absolutely sensational. And you can just see people coming up with absolute shite about it. He's slow, he's one-footable. He, he, he's not particularly... He's not, he's not lightning fast, but he's not immobile. But he's clever enough and strong enough to use his body and to use his brain to get past people. And there's this people who come out with crap about like he, he always cuts inside. He doesn't. He's got two feet. He's yeah. got two feet. He could go on the outside and cross with his left. And that to me just said everything, everything you, you needed to know about James Milner. That he can play completely alien position and absolutely boss it and not bat an eyelid in terms of attitude, not a hint of a complaint. You know, apparently when he came towards, he was supposed to, it was that he'd been promised he could play central midfield and he'd wanted to do it. I'm not sure how true that was, but certainly that was a factor in that he wanted to play central midfield. Well, Klopp arrives and throws him at left back. No moaning, just gets on with it and absolutely nails the position down. He was brilliant. And I think ever since then, he's just, I, I, he can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. He's an absolute fucking legend, a proper legend of, the, of Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish he was going back to Leeds, to be honest. Uh, the, the fact that he's going to Brighton upsets me greatly. You know, he's I'd too be, northern to go to Brighton. I'd, I'd be chaining him to the fucking cop goalpost rather than let him go to them bastards. That's, it's just they do not deserve James Milner. They absolutely do not deserve him. But it's probably Lalana's there, and he's probably said, "Yeah, come down. You know, you'll play loads of games. It's lovely down here, which I'm sure it is." But yeah, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be painful seeing him playing for them fucking dickheads. I wish he'd. I reckon he must have had some sort of assurance over over when he'll play. You obviously want to be promised. But I reckon, I reckon they'll have said to him as part of the deal, you, we do want you to play. You'll be, you'll well, be getting on the pitch every week. They'll have said, we're selling two of our players to Liverpool so you can play in one of their positions. Fuck that. 
<laughs> it looks like be... that McAllister deal is done now. The reports yeah, in Argentina does, yeah. are saying like it's McAllister, Caicedo, yeah. and Mason Mount starting in midfield next year. Meanwhile, Real Madrid start with seventy-five million pound Jude Bellingham. Fuck yeah. That's fucking bullshit. That don't start us on that, Jules. Fucking hell. Don't tell you put that in the chat before. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, anything to get off Bellingham? Let's let's go back to Villa's time wasting. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I can't. I can't be doing the Bellingham thing again. <laughs> again, no, it's I can't I'm either. Just put it out of my mind completely because no, too pissed <laughs> off about it. Uh, Bobby, then. So memories Fucking of Bobby. Anything Absolutely specific? Jump out. Yeah, I want to get straight in on this. He's done loads of good things. He scored loads of great goals. No look finishes. No look passes. And he, the best thing he ever did. Was the cheeky look of camera away at Burnley when when Sadio had gone mad at Mo? <laughs> Just outstanding, like sitcom level of Sadio. Tremendous. Just yeah. tremendous yeah. from Bobby. Yeah. Do you know what I love about him the most? It, I mean, obviously the fact that he's just so full of joy and love of football. He just absolutely loves playing footy, doesn't he? That's great to see. But the things that he does, on the face of it, you look at some of the stuff that he does, like the no-look finishes, and you know he's very flamboyant in terms of his hair and all the rest of it, and you know the teeth and the dye and all and, and, and all that stuff. Normally, players like that will come across as really kind of egotistical, you know, sort of absolutely full no, of themselves. Yeah. But he, but he isn't at all, is he? No. He's not at all. He's very very self-effacing. He's a proper team player. Everyone loves him. Apparently, uh, he's quite shy really off the pitch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, he seems, and I think that's part of the emotion today. He, he seems a little bit kind of overwhelmed with it all. Dave will love this. Apparently, he's that shy that he's he was able to give answers in English, but he was so unsure of himself because of his shyness that he didn't like to do so. Yeah, but Darwin's the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, that's true. Uh, that is true. That apparently, like he he could answer in English. But he would look. He would look to the translator. He would look to like yeah, the, no, the, you know, that, yeah. the interpreter because he he, yeah. he still wouldn't shoot, sure himself, even though he could do it because he was very. And shy. he's attached. He's attached at the hip to his missus, isn't he? You know, he's absolutely inseparable from her, and that suggests he's a fellow who doesn't. You know, he's quite, uh, quite sort of. Uh, and Alison is priest. Low key out, outside of outside <laughs> of footy. Well, I, I want to talk I, about that because when you talk about memories, a, a memory <laughs> that I've got of Bobby. And it's probably not something that most people will think of because he hadn't been here that long when it happened. But it was fucking hilarious. It was like he'd scored a winner in, in a derby. It might not have been the winner, but he'd scored in a derby. And he was out in town with his missus that night. And it, it was either he'd put it on his Instagram or she'd put it on his, just like a video of them just oh, making And they were like just tongue wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, and he just videoed it. There's a big close up of them just with the tongues. And like, and he put it on. And the blues were fucking fuming. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> they were going absolutely ballistic about it. And it was just too funny. Well, like, he, he, he was obviously just young and he, he wouldn't do anything like that now, but like, he just. Back then. He's found, he's he found God now. He's met Alison, yeah. so, so uh, Alison's, Alison's knocked that out of him, hasn't he? But like, yeah, well, didn't <laughs> the whole and that. But, that yeah. I, yeah, Alison baptized him, and he went shit for a bit. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I know. So can we not just have like tongue wrestling, drink driving, Bobby back where he was just like wild? <laughs> but no, what a guy! What an absolute what guy! What a player as well. Underestimated, yeah. it goes it goes under the radar again about how great he was. But I mean, really, 
sort of definitive, definitive false nine, really. Horrible phrase, like, but it, that is what he played, really. And he's definitive had a, he's had a renaissance this year that. as well. It's only injuries, oh, really, because yeah, his performances yeah. when he's played, he's been really good. Like, I think the yeah. last couple of years he's dropped off yeah. considerably. But this year, when he's played, I think he's been really good. His, his goal tally... And what about today is, as well? I mean, he quite clearly, I, he had the bit between his teeth. He, it's almost like he knew he was going to score when he came on there. Yeah. He was so focused, wasn't he? I, 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 it did seem, I don't believe in fate and all that shite, but it was like he sort, sort of thought, I'm going to get one here. He just decided to get a grip of the game. Because he forced a couple of situations, didn't he, I think? Yeah. And, um, and, it, and and he eventually got the, got the, got the equaliser, which was nice. So, favourite Bobby goal? Oh, you're going to be like me, Paul. You're going to be like shit. I can't remember. I can't remember many well, good. The, the, the two in my mind are the no look, the first no look. Who was that against? Was that against? Was that against City? No. Was that a European game? European away. The first no look was boss. And what's the one where he is the one against City where he definitely against City where he sort of danced through them. The Fowler goal. Remember, like the one when he scored like same goal that Fowler had scored. I don't remember Fowler's goal at Old Trafford. When he shoulder barged uh, Gary Neville, yes, and Bobby yeah, did it yeah, to John yeah, Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Bob. It was the yeah. exact same goal, but he done it to yeah. John Stones. That that was a that was a belter, and also really? the slalom goal against Arsenal. I think it's the slalom one I've got on my mind yeah, against that was, Arsenal. That was a really good one. Jules, you're better than us at this kind of thing. No, Sharp, I'm watching a YouTube video to find out which oh, one's Ah, you cheating oh, bastard. Ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> fucking Aston Villa over here with the fucking dark hearts. <laughs> God. Because you just pause it and like we'll just waste a little bit of time while you fucking get yourself in order? <laughs> no, I, to be honest, the, the, one, the one that I think... The, he scored better ones, but the, the one I always associate with, like, Firmino becoming the player we now... We now Revere and have fond memories of was when we was after just after Klopp had taken over. Uh, I think I referenced the game the other day when we went to City and oh, yeah, he and Coutinho were just absolutely mm. amazing. And Firmino was just top class in that game. And he was like, he scored, I think it was a tapping, but it was like, it was just like, oh no, this is the player because he we signed it from Hoffenheim. Although, again, it's debatable, as you said the other day, Dave, whether it was a Roger signing or if it was like a a prep signing for Klopp. Yeah, Chris is but, adamant that it was a Klopp signing. Yeah, but you know, he Rodgers didn't really know what to do with him. He didn't. Look, he looked completely out of sorts. He was being played in the left and all that kind of stuff. It just didn't look like it was working at all. And that was the game where it was like, oh no, th- th- he is a player, and this is going to be this is going to be good. He's going to be good. So he, he scored better ones. He scored like he scored goals against. You know, he scored quite a few goals against Man City. He scored in the he scored in the Club World Cup. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did in the final. Yeah, yeah. scored in the club. Well, you know, got got us one of the, got us one there. So he, he's 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 not a scorer of like mad spectacular goals in the way sort of Mo is, but you know, Mo's like scored goals against City and Spurs that that are just outrageous, and he scored in the in the big finals and all that kind of stuff in the Champions League, although albeit a penalty. He he doesn't. He's more low key than that. He's always been the most selfless. Um, member of the front three like the what more yeah. willing to sacrifice so i i, I mean I, apart obviously I'm, I'm not joking when i say I, I had to check youtube i can't remember any because i just don't remember anything anymore from i can you know like john i can tell you i can tell you goals from the 1990s like the going out of fashion but the last 10 years or whatever they've got to be really big goals 
But apart from Suarez, is, that, is he the player with the, probably the most outrageous moments of skill, individual skill that we've had in, in, in the last few years? I mean, I, I was watching a video either today or yesterday, um, Ian Wright talking about him. <clears throat> I, I love Ian Wright because he, he he loves us as well, doesn't he? He loves Liverpool. Yeah. I think his older brother was a Red and uh, he's always had a soft spot for us. And uh, he... he He's actually talking through the one. I can't even. I won't even remember. I only watched it in the last twenty-four hours, and I can't remember who it was against. But it was that like back heel, um, lifting lifted the ball over the defender's foot to play Moen um, with his back with a back like a little back heel scoop flick. Was that the Do you that end, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. What a player! And all those little moments, you know, in those tight spaces where he can just play little balls, little dinks. I think it was against the Newcastle. And if Might I'm right, I'm going to be so impressed with myself that I've remembered that. I mean, so, I only watched it in the, the listeners will, I'll I pull us up on against. that if we're wrong. So, listeners, was, was that goal against Newcastle or not? I reckon it was. I've got no idea. Probably was, yeah. Don't know. You know, I'll another, you, another great Bobby moment as well. Not like football related either. Do you remember the video we posted when he, he was like learning to play the piano? And he, yeah. he was playing Alea, Alea, Alea on the piano and he was like singing. And he was like oh, kind yeah. of dead unsure of himself with like his singing and that, and it was just so endearing. It was just like, oh, what yeah. a guy! I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm full of shit. Like I'm just looking at this video on YouTube. Bobby scored loads of great goals. There was one against Arsenal. There's one against Stoke where he volleyed it from outside the area. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I'm that looking one. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all remember it now. <laughs> Sunderland. Well, you remember no, while you was... watching it. <laughs> Yeah, there's that man. Yeah, look at that one. Yeah, lovely that. <laughs> this is a great experience. For great the for a pod, this is. Do you watching YouTube videos? <laughs> it's my way of paying respect to Not even commentating on it, just going, yeah, lovely that. Yeah. <laughs> look at that one, it's great. <laughs> just uh, just uh, if, you can't, if you can't picture what it looks like, just picture Batistuta nodding at Beckham's red card, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing, yeah. I'm just nodding on, yeah. Yeah, nice that. Nice. Yeah, you so I'm talking an, shit. An hour got... of the gift there, Jules. You just described the yeah. gift, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all, all I can say is I'm chatting shit. Bobby scored lots of great goals, so there's yeah, no need for him to pull me up there. He, he's he scored some lovely goals against big teams. And, uh, do you know what? City... Just going back to your point before, Dave, about how he had the dip over the last couple of years, it genuinely upset me. Like It really got to me. You know, that kind of joy I used to get, that real joy from mm. Bobby just being boss and being Bobby. And he, he did go into quite a long lull. It was for a couple of seasons at least. Yeah. Uh, Not so for me. I always little... supported Bobby. Used lot were calling him shit on the on the chat. It wasn't, wasn't that I didn't support him. It was. It was just. It's just that it was. It's just that it was so depressing to not see him being absolutely incredible. You know what I mean? Mm. It was. It just didn't feel right. And that, you know the celebrations as well. The celebrations are uh... absolutely amazing. What, That's probably he, the, the it... thing I'll miss the most. Where's it mooted that he's going? There has been talk about Barca. Barca. But they'll Ooh, probably have right to clear a few players out before they can register them because every time they sign someone, it's a big fucking palaver, isn't it? <laughs> Whether they can get <laughs> yeah, it registered or not. But yeah, I really nice hope that's where he ends up because I feel like he, mm. you know, he deserves to, be, to to get like a nice move for himself. Yeah, and, 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 and nice his kids like are sort of Brazilian his kids player, are just sort of older primary school age, aren't they? So Barcelona on the CV. Yeah, I think that'd be a nice move. Great for the family. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy for him if that's where he ends up. And it's not like we'd be playing against him next year, is it? So, Not unless they get knocked out the group stages and end up fucking playing <laughs> us in the Europa. Yeah, yeah. 
That's the way he was through proving the at the end. He'll definitely be back in the Legends games, won't he? That'll oh, be yeah. a proper legend yeah. at some stage. Will be one of the Jarg legends. It'll be a proper legend. Yeah, I reckon he'd be well up for that as well. Yeah. Jarg legends. They are, yeah. Some of them are very. Very, Stuart, um, Stuart Downer, has he played for the he Legends? He has played in a, in a Legends game, yeah. So is Stuart, are you aware of this? I am aware of it, yeah. Remember so the time when he shushed you after he scored, Jules? Oh, no, I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about Villa's time wasting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, we've, we're over an hour in. I think it, it should be brought up. I think we, we need to mention it. <laughs> was Downer's last goal for Villa before he signed for us was against us? Yeah. It was. It was that game that you got kicked out of, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't. We don't need to talk. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to talk was about it? that. Was it that game? It was the game when you yeah. had the jar yeah. tickets and you got yeah, kicked Yeah, it out. was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I will say is that not only have, have I not forgotten and Chris has not forgotten, Paulie, who was there that day, has not forgotten as he as he sent us a tweet today, going into these today, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we all carry a grudge that day, Brummy twat. And they took over the weddies as well. They were knobheads oh, in the insufferable. pub today. Oh, insufferable. They Jules, are knobheads. Jules, 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 Jules give some dick up behind the lock, didn't you, mate? Yeah, I did. He's he, yeah, he doing me fucking head in. Mate, a copy of knobheads. <laughs> fucking wankers. Uh, anything else that we need to cover here? Have we missed anything? No. So. Um, it's it's just, um, I suppose we should say, it's the last. it was the last home game. Um Next season, it'll be it'll be a very different team. Dave's boy Mason Mount will be starting. The new Annie Road will be open. It'll be a full yeah. pre-season, and it'll be nice to have a summer off, right? Because this is the first long full summer we've had. I'm like properly looking forward to not having to bother with football for a few months. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, and it's just a case of when does the transfer business get done? Because I reckon it gets done pretty quickly. It usually does. But Klopp definitely wants it done early, doesn't he? I don't think we'll sign Mason Mount. I'm going to put my cards on the table now. I don't think I think he'll stay at Chelsea. Interesting. I think I think I think he would stay at Chelsea. Yeah. But I think Chelsea need to sell, and I think they'll have the players that they'll be able to sell, which will help them the most. Will be the English homegrown players. So I think I, he will. I, I'm not saying I've got inf- inside information here, but I'm just saying, Dave. I think you'll be very pleased with our new number seven. New number seven. Hmm. Uh, it's not going to be Bellingham. Well, I'm not. Again, I'm not saying I've heard things today when I was at the match, but I'm just saying, you know, it might. It, our new number seven might please you a lot. Stop being so cryptic. What you're on about? <laughs> you think Darwin's getting a number seven shirt? <laughs> surely number nine. He's getting is. number nine. Surely. Yeah. He's getting the number nine. He can follow the great in the great footsteps of Andy Carroll. Oh yeah, they can't give him number nine just for that reason alone. No. <laughs> you can't be feeding a narrative like that. And he, if they give him the number seven shirt, I'm taking over from Suarez. Maybe we should get Allison to baptize him. Exercise the shitness yeah. out of him. I don't know. Shitness. <laughs> 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 it's like well, you know I went, you know I went to a church school Dave, I, I'm, you, I'm you're definitely off. rowing back because you've just let Jules I'm just, <laughs> just let Jules get out and say I'm that speechless I'm like you didn't go I, I can't get on board with, with the shitness but I can get on board with calling them soft well 
you know, Jesus was like a big a big man for the all miracles. So maybe he can cure the the, the tendon in the big toe. Yeah. He could you know be able to walk again, be able to kick a football in anger again. Whatever maybe he can kick a football straight. A <laughs> Honestly, I've played with Dave, much Dave, worse tell than me, that. Tell me, is it a good idea to be taking lots of ibuprofen? No, it's not because it totally <laughs> fucking did me on this week. And I wasn't taking lots of ibuprofen. It was that toothache I had. So I've taken ibuprofen for the toothache and like three days later I had to stop taking it and I was as sick as a dog. My stomach was just completely messed up. I was wiped out. I was in bed all day. I was vomiting. It was horrendous. And that's why Darwin's not taking and then, painkillers. And then my toothache came back. <laughs> Dave, 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 the, the 50, 50-something with the constitution of a small child. But I would have still played. That's the thing. Like, I played with well worse injuries than that. And I never had access to painkilling injections. I took a fucking paracetamol. Why did he not just give him an injection and send him out there? It's not well, like it's not, an injury that you're going to make It's not worth it at the end of the season, is it? You just think over. it's not worth it because he's shit? That, that, that's that's no, your I, argument. I genuinely think there's no point in giving a... If a player's genuinely injured and it's genuinely painful, what's to be gained from sticking, it, sticking him with a needle and playing him in a game that doesn't really matter? Well, it does matter, though. It doesn't matter now. Because we fucked up today, but you know there was still a chance of us getting top no. four. No, even so, we had like Gakpo, Bobby, Mo, Diaz, Jota, Yota. You know there was plenty of there was plenty of options. We didn't, you know, we weren't going to be oh no, no Nunes, we won't be able to do anything. You know, it it I just if if it's, if it is that painful, I don't see the point in exacerbating it and playing him. There's no point, especially with painkiller injections. No, I just don't like it. I think it's soft. It, it just it did feel like to like today's game was like the like not quite the end of an era but as close as you can get to the end of an era yeah, without, without the manager leaving. Opposite, you're right. Because hmm. um, it won't just be them four. There'll be others who'll go as well. Um, yeah. Nat yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Nat Phillips. Dave, are we saying Nat Phillips there? Yeah, we were talking about that before the game. It's like I, that's the the unfortunate thing is like players whose contracts are up, they can just say, look, they're not signing contracts, they're leaving, but. Others are kind of like in limbo, like Nat Phillips. We all know he's going, but there's a possibility that he won't if if the right offer doesn't come in. So they can't announce it and say, yeah, he's going. So someone like that doesn't get like a proper goodbye. Um, you know, Klopp said the other day, Kelleher's not going. He said Adrian's not going, but I just find that hard to believe. What, what's Kelleher thinking? Why would he just... I know he's learning from Allison and that, but he's like 24 now, isn't he? I think he needs to. to that is quite a strange play. one, that. That, that's, that that surprised me. That play. And yeah. the teams are getting surprising. We um, we're surprising we don't do like what United have been doing with Dean Henderson for years and just sending him out on loan, but keeping him on the books in case we need him. Maybe we will do. I that. think, I think with like Nat Phillips, I think the club owes him now not to be looking for like top dollar, like yeah. extracting maximum money out of whatever bid he, he they get in for him. If they get a bid and he likes the look of it, do him the favour and sell him. He's, 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 he's done his service. He's never going to be any further up the pecking order than he is. You know, come on. Let's be fair to the guy. I know. Every transfer window, it's like the last day of the window. And like Big Nat's doing his like Silvio impression, isn't he? Just when yeah. I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Like... <laughs> Which is me with Everton, by the way, after today's results. <laughs> Forest are safe now. Forest are officially so safe. It's just purely, it's like Leeds or Everton now. 
So So we've got we've got we've got Dan doing Godfather Part One and we've got you I'll doing be... Silvio doing Godfather yeah, Part that... Three. Yeah. D- D- Dan's Dan's so Godfather's needs... better than your Silvio though, Dave. That was shit that. No, that was good. I, w- I wasn't doing a Godfather impression, I was doing Silvio was doing, doing it. And Silvio's Silvio impression isn't yeah. that good. But my impression of Silvio is good. My impression mm. of like Godfather, no. But it's still better than Dan's, although Dan's is like it's the Dan's shitness is, that makes just... it amazing. Dance is amazing. Amazing is. is the word. It's shit. It's just incredible. We just need someone it's to do a... mesmerising Dan's impression of... Dave! 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 How can you... <laughs> <laughs> I like how you added a bit of St. Helens in there as well. Very good. I mean, Dan's got to be on next week. Got to get him on next week. Um, we just need someone to do the I knew it was you, Fredo, for Godfather Part 2. I feel like that's you, Dave, to Darwin. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, I know I'm just getting let down by me boys. Like Bamford missing that penalty last week. Darwin on his toe. Still, Bamford can still redeem himself tomorrow. Hopefully. A nice win for well, he Leeds. Can... Changes everything, doesn't he? Don't do it to yourself. I know. Don't West Ham's players, we're all on the piss on Thursday night. And they have to fight their way out of uh, yeah. out of the Netherlands. <laughs> you know, take your toll. You don't. You don't. That was great. <laughs> I'd, I'd be buzzing if, if our players had been doing that. I'd be buzzing off it, like you know. So you, Do you we know who wouldn't be before. doing that? Yeah, I know. Darwin. I know he wouldn't. He'd be like stood off to one side, like rubbing his toe. <laughs> oh, you count me out of this one, lads. <laughs> or whatever the Spanish is for that. <laughs> but no, we were talking about that earlier, and like Paqueta was just in there, like just like throwing rights and left, and he's rolling around on the floor with like a fan fighting with a steward. And like if that was if that was us, who do you reckon? I, my money is like Robbo would be the first one in there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Sparky Robbo, any proper Sparky. Who else? Are we, who else are we think is going to be right in there? Hmm. Let me think. Um, I don't think any of the other back four. Don't think Canate would be in there. No, Canate would be like just separating people, just picking yeah, them up. He was, yeah, the arm, the, 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 he'd be doing that as well. Yeah, Allison would as well. We're too nice, that's the problem. All our players are too nice. Allison just bless everybody and they'd all chill, chill right up. Jota. Jotter would be fucking riding it. Yeah, Jotter would be maybe. doing sneaky shit, like he'd be biting Kicking people's ankles. Kicking them in the shins and, and running off. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jotter would definitely be being snied. Uh, no, Robbo's the only. I cost us. I reckon cost us would be flying in there as well. Other than that, I'm struggling to be honest. Of course, well, of course, we have got a player who got sent off this year for sticking the head in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Even that. that seems was a long. Like... Seems a long time ago that. Yeah. It, it was. How did you go from ago? being sent off for sticking the head in to not being able to play with a big toe injury? Mm. It's a lot to fall from grace there. It is. Did you see what that, that Anderson did last week and got away with? He literally no. punched the Bournemouth player in the face and broke his nose. And VAR looked at it and went, no, it's it's okay. And it was a punch. Who was, who was on VAR? Bobby the Brain Heenan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who it was. <laughs> but it was staggering that he got away with it. And he broke the player's nose as well. Just like a short right, just bopped him round in the nose. And VAR looked at it and went, no, no, that's fine. Like, fucking hell, Darwin got sent off against that same player for basically nothing. And he's just broke someone's nose with a fucking right hook. Mad. 
anything else? Can we just wrap this up now? Because yeah, I just want to never think up. about this game ever again. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about Southampton? Uh, no. no <laughs> it's on the South Coast. Go, how how low can we finish? If if it went wrong next week, how far down we, could we, we go? I don't, I don't think we can finish lower than fifth, can we? Because Brighton keep losing. I know we're in like we're definitely Europa John, League no John, matter what. John said today we're defo. We're defo in the. Uh, we are definitely in so Europa, so we can't finish lower than all right. Sixth, so Brighton, the Brighton have still got uh, Brighton. Uh, this table's up to date. Yeah, so they've got they've got a couple of games in hand, but they are eight points behind us so they're not catching us I think we're locked in as fifth now mm. to be honest unless we unless they win every game and we lose at Southampton I think we're finishing fifth yeah. and did you see what John put in the chat before them. about the finish of the season same as the season before last last 10 games won 8 drew looks like we're going to looks like we're going to win 8 win 8 drew, draw 2 of mm. the last 10 games finish on 69 points and that had us third season before last, and yeah. this season it won't us won't get us in the Champions League places. It's, it's like Jill said though, isn't it? It was two games too late when we when we started the run. Yeah, oh yeah. It was as soon as we lost away at Bournemouth, that was it. It was gone. It was too, yeah, it was just, you can't one, you can't yeah. beat the Manx seven nil and then lose away at Bournemouth. That's some mid nineteen nineties Liverpool shit, and I'm not I'm not having it. I've lived through that once. I don't need it again. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. Let's just let's call it a night. It's not an. I don't want to talk about the Southampton game. I don't even want to think about the Southampton game. Um, obviously we'll have to talk about it afterwards. But yeah, I'm not even going to think about that now. Just try and forget about footy for a week. Uh, actually no, because I've got to watch Leeds tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just I'm just back on like the <laughs> Everton relegation uh, train now. That's, yeah, that, that's all I've got going for me now. So if Leeds win out, Everton go down. Yeah. If Leeds win the two games. Is that right? Yeah. Who've they got at Leeds? They've got West Ham away and they've got Tottenham at home. Well, West Ham oh, will Tottenham be at all about Europe. Tottenham are flaky bastards. That, that's <laughs> Tottenham are shit at win. the moment, yeah. yeah. At home at Ellen Road, last game of the season. Bouncing. Tottenham got no nothing in there. Big Sam, Big Sam in the shit out of it. And West Ham are hungover. And Big Sam uh, absolutely yeah. love all that one. You know, well. like, just going back to that West Ham thing the other night. <laughs> I reckon that was definitely the greatest night of Danny Dyer's life. It had everything for him. It's got West Ham actually <laughs> on the final and loads of aggro for him. <laughs> definitely the, the best night there. of his life. Definitely. Do you reckon he used it? Do you reckon he called it tasty or naughty? Proper tasty or proper naughty? I reckon naughty. Tasty, I reckon. That's more tasty. Oh, it's a split decision. Yeah. That's proper tasty. But he, he defo knows that big rock who was on the stairs holding back the 200. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so All basically right, just come on Leeds they can, yeah. they can salvage a horrendous season Leeds, I'd take Leeds. fifth and Everton going down I'd, at the start of the season I would have probably taken that if I'm being honest <laughs> getting them down is like a once in a lifetime thing uh, we finished fifth before they've never been relegated in our lifetime so yeah, it's, it's a small price to pay come on Leeds 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 I was gonna just belt out that marching on together song, but I think I'll I'll I won't I'll spare you that one. I'm not gonna do it. I'll just save it for tomorrow. Oh, I'll definitely be belting that out tomorrow when the game's on. You know John will as well. John fucking loves it, doesn't he? 
it's like me and John are just like living for this Everton relegation, and the rest of you are just not that arsed. I don't know who's more obsessed, you or John. I know. John John's more low key about it than you, but then every so often he just throws all these details out, and you go, "Whoa, yeah. John, you're really, really, really focused on Everton going he down." Yes, yes. If it happens next week or the pod next week, if they imagine if they go down next week, let's get everybody on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, so, and all on for Everton down. Oh, I, I can't believe I've done it to myself again. I'd, I'd resign myself to the fact that like the dream is over, and then um, the last couple of weeks is kind of just again, it's the Silvio thing, isn't it? It's like... Oh, don't do your impression again, Booker, just no. when I thought I was out. Don't pull me back in. Do your impression of Dan doing an impression. That's better than Sylvia. Dave, Dave, how can you say to me? <laughs> Why did he become boss nass at the end of that? You have to ask Dan. He did it. He's the one who did, did it. it. <laughs> On the first, the first time I did it was unbelievable. Yeah. And he said something like he choked on my own spit or something, didn't he? <laughs> I can't remember. Anyone uh, wants to go back and listen to that? It's at the very start of the the Chelsea pod from like the the nil nil Chelsea game. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. It's amazing. It was probably like the best thing on the pod the entire season, I reckon. <laughs> right, that's it. We're done. We're calling it a night, and we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, Thomas Everton's relegation. But we'll see. Nice one. Okay. Cheers, boys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you soon. Yeah. Well, the best word I can say but uh, will describe this was boom. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what was this? It was really good.